you know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It's your boy, Kate Dissel, DC, half of the dynamic duo, and my boy, Hef Strings. What up, Hef? What it do, Kate Dissel? How y'all feeling? Yo, I'm feeling fantastic, man. Welcome to the All Dressed Up podcast. Every Sunday at 9, you can find us right here. Oh, what is going on? I got to switch that off, too. I be forgetting Doing what you got going on? How was your weekend? Happy Memorial Day weekend. Salute to all the soldiers. Welcome home. Glad you're home safe. Yes, yes. Service, but most importantly, we're glad that you're home. Um, how's your how's your weekend so far, man? It's it's been nice, man. Uh, got to hang out with some friends of mine. Went to a cookout. What's up, Melinda? Went to a cookout indoors because you know the weather didn't quite cooperate. But uh, the food was so good, man. I'm I'm just recovering now. Like <laughs> the food at the cookout was delicious. Hey, Shanae, what up, four one zero? It's that time. It's that time. It was delicious, man. The ribs and the and the chicken and the what else? The the burgers and the and the sausages. It was just oh man, heavy. <laughs> delicious, bro. <laughs> You doing a little too. Your reminiscence is a little too heavy. A little too, yeah. A little too good, bro. Hey, it, uh, it is that time of the year. We are starting to open up. You know, the mask in that area has been lifted. The um, the capacities have been lifted. We feeling some type of normalcy, man. It feels good. But see, you're also still kind of cautious too. My um, my, my folks had seafood boiling. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus, seafood boiling. But yeah, I didn't get all I didn't get all the good hamburgers and hot dogs just yet. I probably slide through a couple spaces. How you been rocking out there in the streets with the mask? What you been doing? I ain't been doing a whole lot in the streets, man. I'm still really? wearing a mask like a little little crazy person. You know, you look a little different in the streets now, but not everybody got a mask on. You know what I'm saying? Some businesses still require <laughs> uh require it or, or recommend that you do. Uh, but you see a lot of people out there just, you know, just no mask, just full on, just hey, I'm here, we out here. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? So, look, I showed up. I showed up to my function today, and uh, when I got there, one of the aunties was like, "You've been vaccinated?" Because I didn't have a mask. She didn't have a mask, and I said, "No." <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, well." I'm like, "What you want me to do?" You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie to you, you know. Yeah. But that just helps me keep my space anyway. <laughs> And that's the that's the that's the uh, quandary in it in itself. You know what I'm saying? And the biggest thing I try to tell people, even if you have not gotten vaccinated, don't alienate the people that haven't gotten vaccinated. It's just right. like anything else. It's more deadly. It's just more deadly, and it's it's your personal choice whether you decide to get vaccinated or not. Period. Point blank. Uh, so, like you 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 wanted the homies. I got another homie. It's like nah. Mm-mm. I, you know, he's known people. I've known people who gotten uh, gotten the vaccine and still caught, you know, still caught COVID and was mm-hmm. having a terrible time with it. So, 
it, it's it's not for everybody. It's, it's your decision. You hope that you do. Uh, people, they hope that you do. But look, your decision is your decision. Don't shame anybody. Um, right. It's it's similar to <laughs> what we're gonna be talking about tonight. <laughs> in that aspect, True. It's similar to what we're gonna be talking about tonight in that aspect. But let's slide through what we gotta do. Hey, today for one, no Melinda. Uh, we love y'all. Thank y'all sliding through as as you do every Sunday. But we uh, love you guys. Let's get into the sports, man. I don't even know what I can say. There's nothing I can say about I watched the movies. <laughs> they left you speechless, man. I I tell you what, it it was like we just broke down game after game, and and yesterday watching Joel Embiid. You know, just just fly down the paint and just dunk on us at will. Just let me know, like, yeah, it's yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah, you it's know, cool. sometimes you just want to like throw in the towel after the third loss. Like, do you have to take the fourth to say you got swept? Can you just like throw in the towel? <laughs> you gonna have to. You gonna have to take that L. Take that L like a grown man. So yeah, so so that series is pretty much winding now. That's gonna come to an end. You got the Hawks, man, uh, coming out to a 3-1 series lead over the Knicks. They just won again today, 113-96. Trey Young took it back to the ATL and started whooping that ass. Uh, big, big uh, surprising win, I would say. Won't you say the Suns winning in time the series up 2-2 with LA was a little surprising today? Come on, man. Come on. Didn't I pick the Suns? We got we to gotta rewind the tape. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I picked the Suns. I don't care. Now they they hating on Chris Paul. So Chris Paul played earlier. Everything else, rewinding the tape, but they don't want to never rewind the tape of everybody else playing dirty. It's playoff. What <laughs> it is. I mean, he he's one of those wily old veterans, man. You know, shout but out to Chris Paul. It's two two. Okay, I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm not a anybody hater. I just think the Phoenix Suns gonna give them that work. Just because the <laughs> Lakers have a target on their back, and that young boy is balling with Chris Paul, so okay. Yeah, and then you got the inevitable with Brooklyn, you know, running away with it with uh, them leading Boston right now, one twenty one to one hundred one. They're on their way to a three one series lead. I think uh, Boston winning a game was pretty good, but that series is probably going to be coming to a close as well. Yeah. The Clippers and the Mavericks in a game four tonight. Uh, that game will be tipping off in about 20 minutes. Who you got in that series? Dallas is up 2 1. Can the Clippers Dallas. escape? Can the Clippers escape the first round with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? Clippers are falling apart. They look they look a half mess. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think uh too much Luka Doncic might be the the, Luka. the end of that series. And then we got Utah Memphis. Memphis is down two to one. Uh, I don't know if John Morant is going to have enough firepower to come out of that, but we'll see. They play again tonight, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's what. But how how in the world did Dallas, after find their Dirk Nowitzki, <laughs> like immediately after Dirk. Baby Bird, man? They call it. They call that kid Baby Bird. How do they do that? How do they do that? He's got the Europe. Hey, hey, your boy Mark Cuban's got the European connection. He knows he's got a farming system over there. He's got somebody on a lot. He's got people in the streets. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, Washington Wizards, man. Good hey, man, but you know, at, at the end of the day, 
we were like 17 and 35 at one point. Yes, like you can't you can't expect and, and that's typical uh and you're not a real Washington fan, but I guess as far as the Wizards, you might follow us, but that's typical Washington fans. Like as soon as you give us a chance, we you know, championship. But you know, we weren't we weren't going anywhere. Let's not fool our let's not fool let's ourselves. Not fool our no. You know, we we hope. Same thing we do with our Reds, your Redskins. Let me say your Redskins. They get to mm. the playoffs and we hope. My Washington football team. Yes, your Washington football team. Excuse me. Your Washington football team. Vaccinated or not, you should still wear your mask. It's yeah, still I'm too sure. early. Still too early. It is pretty early. It's early on in the game, so you still got to be careful. Melinda not playing. She's definitely going to she's gonna wear that mask for the next 10 years. <laughs> well, look, let me do this right now. <laughs> let me do this right this moment because – we're going to be getting into the conversation. Write this down. Um, 301-857-1757 to text and join in the conversation. Um, just to make sure that you have it, because there's going to be some strong opinions going left and right, up and down in it. But before we do that, and I know you didn't send it to me, and we didn't even I didn't even remind you about uh, this week in black business. Right. Last week we didn't do it. But this week I wanted to make sure we, we did it. So, well, I was I was a little I was a little thrown off, man. I was uh worried about tonight's tonight's <laughs> tonight's show. I was like, oh man, it's heavy. So that kind of slipped my mind. Conversation tonight. What up, Mook? He was worried about it. He was worried about it in the worst way. What a do, Mook? What a do? In the worst way, man. Um, but look, let me let me put that up again. Three zero one eight five seven one seven five seven. This is live. This is direct. Uh, if you want to come on, we'll bring text you on. that I'll number. Text that number, bring it in, send it in. But hey, this week in Black Business, I just wanted to share a uh, good friend of mine, Evan Gordon. It is Jabez Financial, uh, Jabez Tax Solutions, Financial Solutions. Okay, good people. Mm. If you need tax stuff, I know it's past that time, but they will work with you throughout the year to make. Make sure you have all the right exemptions. You're claiming everything. You have the right amount of uh, taxes. All your stuff in order. Uh, tax preparation, credit repair, bookkeeping, if you own a business, or any other financial services that I help you learn how to uh, utilize your money as a tool to generate wealth. A lot of people don't talk about it, but money that you earn should be utilized to keep earning you more money. If your money's making money for you, then you're in a better place than most, okay? We usually trade our time for money, but we got to figure out how to trade our money for more money. So Jabez Financial Solutions, uh, that's JabezFinancialSolutions.com. Evan Gordon's owner. If you have any questions, go to their website, see them. Quality people. There's some prices on there. Good God Almighty, she got prices on there. I'll tell you everything you need on there. Uh, if you need help with uh, building credit score, training, rebuilding, and maintaining that, go talk to these people. Um there's the number, 888-340-8433, jobsfinancialsolutions.com. That is this week in black business. Um, next week, we're going to make sure we get two. You got to up in there. Um, but are we, are we diving in early? This, this is right around the time. This, it's up to you, man. I know you say you were watching the verses before we came on. Oh, so – so yes, right now at this very moment, Timberland and Swiss Beats are killing a versus rematch. And they are the only ones that I think should have a rematch. And they are murdering the game right now. I know um 
it's hard because Timberland, Timberland and Swiss Beats, to me, have two different. They have two different styles. They do. They have two way different styles. Swiss Beats to me has like party. If it ain't party, it's straight street stuff that ain't for everybody, right? But then it's all party, then it's street. Right. Timberland, I mean, he encompasses the entire gambit. I mean, he didn't, he didn't did Justin Timberlake, you know, Genuine, uh, Beyonce, um, Aaliyah, Usher, I mean, everybody, bro, everybody. Aaliyah, Missy Elliott, Missy Elliott, you I mean, know, Jay Z, Rockefeller, Z, Rockefeller. His his catalog is ridiculous. Not I'm not taking anything away from Swiss, but I don't. On that on that battle, we watched a little bit of it. Yeah. You got? Man, like, I mean, you hit it right on the head, man. Like, I couldn't have said it better myself. Two contrasting styles, you know, depending on what mood you're in, you'd appreciate either beat maker. But I think in a heads-up battle, Timberland's just got too many too many hits, man, too many beats in the catalog. Um, you know, Swiss Beats, for me, if you've heard one, you've heard them all. And I think his, his style's great, though, you know, so if you like him, you love him. But if you've heard one, you've heard them all. And Timberland, he's definitely got more versatility with his. Like you said, he's got the bangers with uh, Carrie Hilson, Justin Timberlake. You got uh, Missy Elliott. You got, um, what's your girl? What's the girl who sung Fly Like a Bird? What's up, Ma? How you doing? Fly Like a Bird. Hey, Mom. What's the girl's name? Promiscuous. That song, Promiscuous Girl. Help me out. Anyway, you know, that's when he was going in the uh the little club songs and everything, but I say Timbo, man. You say Timbo, I say Timbo. Yeah. And like in the verses when I caught it tonight, uh Timbo was punishing Swiss Beats with the J hits, like Jay Z back to back to back. And then Swiss Beats pulled his Beyonce hits out his bag, you know, and then all of a sudden your boy Timbo came back with the uh Nelly the Fittado. pony Nelly Furtado. There you yep. go, Sinead. Thank you. Yeah, he's, he the the vast array of versatility is too much for Swiss Beats, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, uh, Timbo, that's Timbo two, Swiss zero. Okay, <laughs> don't at me. It's whatever. But look, let's talk about what we came to talk about tonight. Okay, we man, you excited, understand. ain't you? Understand? I'm not excited. Oh, no, this is a controversial topic. Huh? You have you look. It can go the it can go the best possible way. It can go the worst possible way. But we are not going to shy away from it. Okay, um, I did a promo, and some people took offense to it. Some people didn't take offense to it. We're here to seek and we we'll understand. We want to we want to have a simple conversation in regards to the LBGTQIAA plus. I think I I I, I practiced that. The alphabet people is what Dave should call Dave Chappelle called them, but the community in which um, the LGBT community because I'm going to share, let me do this um, let me share this video because what really sparked it and I, I we talked about a couple weeks ago I told you it came out, what really sparked this within me was uh, Demi Lovato the, see, there he go the LMNOP people, look Demi Lovato mm-hmm. came out a couple weeks ago uh, and came out as non-binary, right? Non-binary. And did we did we look up that definition? Well, let me look I don't, I don't think we did it live on air. 
I don't think we did a live on there either. You're right. Let me um, let me see if um, I can find. I think I found that video with Demi Lovato, right? So she can she can she can speak her truth. I haven't seen it yet, so it could be right. It could be wrong. We might have said I should have preempted preempted striked it though. But let's let's see what let's see what she said. What she said. Hold on. I realized I, after years of living my life for other people, trying to make my. Oh my God, what are you doing? What are you doing to me, Jimmy? Jimmy, get me the bed! I told you I ain't watching. I realized I, after years of living my life for other people, trying to make myself smaller for the patriarchy for the because the patriarchy they they run the industry right they they are the they're at the center of of everything and so when i realized that i thought what are the ways that the patriarchy has been holding me back and for me it was putting me in a box telling me that you are a female this is what you're supposed to like this is what you're supposed to do don't dream bigger and don't speak louder. That didn't vibe for me because I'm too outspoken for that. All right, so look, so look, she didn't even really go into what she was talking about. She is, she is self-proclaiming herself now as not, what's up, Sausage? She is self-proclaiming non-binary, okay? Non-binary. So, so non-binary means this, okay? And this is where we this is where we got into uh, got a little confusion. A trans non-binary person is someone who doesn't identify with the sex that was assigned at birth, trans, and also has a gender identity that can't be categorized as exclusively male or female. So basically, what they're saying is, all right, I'm going to be non-binary. Which means I'm not going to refer to them as he, she, or um, him and her. They're going to be they and them. Mm -hmm. Right? They and them. So, so when we when we were talking about this, we were trying to figure this out. Okay, um, The LGBT community has always fought hard. And if you're, if you're in here, you're part of the LGBT community. What's up? Is my mic low? You saying my mic is low. So if, if, if you're in here, please, please help us out. Look, if you are part of the LGBT community and your biggest, your biggest priority in your fight has always been inclusion, right? Inclusion in being accepted as, um, as lesbian, gay, uh, bisexual, transgender, queer, all of it. Hey, lovey, thank you for stopping in. Hopefully, it, hopefully it's getting louder. Is it getting louder? Is it better? Michael, check one, two. Michael, check one, two, two. This is live. Yeah, we do it yeah, live, okay? Yeah. All right, cool. So, if you've always been fighting for inclusion to be recognized uh, for for what you what you want, who you want to be recognized as, how does non-binary fit in that description? Now, before before you go hard on the direct hitting questions, Kato, so I think you can start off by saying these are just thoughts and ideas and opinions. 
you know, we're just going to be asking questions. Nobody, I would say, is right or wrong. We do, right. and we would love you guys to come out and get involved in tonight's conversation because me personally, I want to I wanna learn. I right. want to be educated about the topic versus just sit back and comment and just give my opinion without having that education. So, you know, I just wanted to throw it out there before you proceeded into asking questions. But go ahead, bro. You gonna you pulling out the asterisk already, man? <laughs> go, no, I mean, I, no, out, no, of, no. out of respect. Out of respect, 100%. And, and the reason why we're asking these questions, and I'm asking these questions, is because we're here seeking answers to understand um understand it all look yeah i mean whenever you don't whenever you don't know the ins and outs of something i think the best thing to do is to ask ask the, the questions you know yeah and and the hardest thing hardest thing to me is when i when i heard it was was okay because i didn't know what non, non-binary was so i had to go look it up right. and it, it it felt to me it felt at the surface contradictory to what the, the community has always been fighting for in is in a sense of uh inclusion so you you fight for this inclusion and at the same time you have a section of you um that are asking to not be sectionalized or not be included in anything look look and he, look he, and look ron i appreciate your honesty bro i appreciate yeah. your honesty 100 percent. i need to learn this because the whole topic is harder than chinese arithmetic look look I, our community has a has has a couple issues, and we're we're gonna we're gonna tackle quite a few. It's not only not on that non-binary question, but also the acceptance and the um, the acceptance of it. Look, I got two cousins. Uh, that's T's. You can call them. I don't care what you call them. Really, just respect them. They say all the other categories is something extra and political, right? I and, and I understand what you're saying. But, uh, but before uh, you get straight away, that that comment right there, Mook, goes to what Cadiz was saying as far as like, you know, a lot of a lot of that community has always spoken about how they wanted inclusion and to be recognized. And now it's coming down to those categories, like this category versus that category. And in a way, you know, you're still not I, I wouldn't say that's inclusion. So I think that's what you, you know, you're getting ready to say. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but then in the other part of the conversation is um, the inclusion party in the community. So uh, people just need to live and let live. If someone is not causing harm to the innocent, then we should mind our business. You're 100% exactly right, Shanae. I agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, but it, if you're talking about, okay, so... Let me use this example before we go before we go deeper. Let me use this example, okay? And the two have a completely different weight, 400 years versus probably, uh, you know, let's say 60 years, 60, 75 years. Um, African-Americans and racial equality in America, okay? What we've always ever been asking for, the only thing we've ever been asking for is equal opportunity and access, right? Equal opportunity and access. Right, respect what they want to be called and keep it moving. The confusion comes in is the the, the LGBT community have been fighting for equality. Equality. They want they want equality and inclusion. They want to be um, they want to be accepted, 
and um what's the what's the other story they want to be accepted and they want the same access as heterosexual people as far right. as you know, marriage equality um uh, legal legal equalities between between spouses and relationships they want those same equalities and so, family and family and, rights and, as well and family rights and everything else right mm -hmm. um like you said like like Mook said everything else it, it complicates the water so me as a simple individual when I hear something like Demi Lovato say okay I'm I'm non-binary I'm confused because I'm not a, I'm I'm not understanding what why is there a category well, let me... <laughs> it is Chinese arithmetic man if you're non-binary and you say they and them you're just no longer recognizing um, gender you're no longer recognizing gender which kind of defeats the purpose I don't you know what I'm saying well you know we're we're again we're jumping into a conversation that's as vast as the ocean, right? Yeah. And we're putting our, our toe right now in just the shallow end of this whole topic. So where we can go is just limitless. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my biggest thing is I asked the questions, Kate Dizzle, that, you know, again, I'm all about everybody living their lives and loving who they want to love. I think that's great. You know, but my question is, is like, I don't want to offend or say the wrong things. Like, when I'm conducting business with people who might have, you know, male traditional male names on their identification or their licenses, but they're kind of transitioning and they look like a woman. Like, do I say, you know, sir, Mr. Like, and that's just out of respect. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny or anything. Yeah, like, so yeah. I'm asking the questions, like, because as we're transitioning into this type of society, what are the guidelines and what are the border, you know, the border, uh, I guess the lines of respect and communication as far as how to address people. And, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes down to the whole gender versus sex, because that's the basis, too, of this conversation. And I was talking right. to, my, um, to my family yesterday about this, like the gay in the in the the sexual conversation or whatever sexual preference you have is one thing. Mm -hmm. But the other part of this is, I guess, what gender you identify yourself as. Yeah. And and it's there's a fine line between having a conversation like, you know, talking about your child identifying with a specific gender versus your child coming to you and saying their sexual preference. Right. And see, and see, Lovey says, Lovey says to some Shaggy, I see you time to creep from the barber. Look, I always say we're OK with it uh, until your son or daughter say they are part of the community. Then how OK would you really be? So and not even just that, but at what at what age would you? I guess like could a could an eight year old or seven year old come to you, and have that conversation? And that was a question that I was asking, and my fiance was saying, "Well, you know, basically, if you're a good parent, you know your child," and that's very true. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, you know, your child might, hey, Miss Rona, hey, Rona. Uh, sometimes your child might not feel comfortable with having that conversation and you really can't, you really can't see through it. And, um, you know, at that point when they do come to you and not even, like I said, there's a different conversation. Okay. When, when you're talking about a child coming to you and saying, you know, mom and dad, I think, you know, I think I want to love the same sex versus, Hey mom, Hey dad, 
I really feel like I'm really a girl versus me being born a boy. Like those are two different conversations. Right. Right. You know, let's let's identify that. And I think when we ask the questions there, they're valid questions because any 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 human being can be put in that situation. You can be as heterosexual as you want to be, but just like Lovey said, when your child comes to you and has that conversation, what are you going to say to your child? And are you going to be the parent that just knew your child was gay or a lesbian or, or what have you? Or would you be blindsided and not know what to say? And then, like, you know, not to, not to you know, say anything too personal, but obviously Dwayne Wade's uh, story was public and they, and they, you know, talked about that with his son, who pretty much identifies as a young girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how do you handle that conversation at, at eight, nine, ten years old? Because the other side of the argument is when your child comes to you talking about sex at that age, a lot of parents believe that that child's too young to even have that conversation. So you might tell your child, hey, you know, go back to the books or go back to playing with, with toys. We're not at that point to have that talk right now at 10 years old. But now we're talking about a 10-year-old saying, hey, I don't identify as being a boy mm-hmm. or I don't identify as being a girl. So what do we do at that point as a society? Because you obviously have to love your child and and help them, you know, be and feel, I guess, how they want to be and how they want to live their lives. But society is not necessarily set up for that. So you, you're getting into a deep, a really deeper conversation is whereas you know, as parents, right? How do you bring your children up? Um, how, how are you rearing your children to a point where, because I don't think your kid's going to come. You, well, you never know with, you know, with the information, but I don't think kids are coming to their parents at that point saying, um, you know, I, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a boy or I'm not a girl. I think that as a parent, you know your child, and as a parent, you understand what some of the things that your child gravitates to. And you got to ask yourself as a parent when you're, you're dealing with your children, if, you, if you're seeing certain things, um, you're recognizing certain things and, and paying attention to certain things more, more often than not. So you ask, you, now you have to internalize and figure out how you're going to approach it. Right. Rashawn says, I feel like the whole LGBT community is not on the same page themselves. They say all different things when someone wants to understand them. Hey, and Rashawn is one third of the Cookout podcast, man. Check those guys out. Yeah. Shout out to the Cookout podcast. Man, they have their shows off the hook, man. So shout out to Rashawn. Thanks for coming through. Thanks. And they all say they all say different things when someone wants to understand them. But, you know, the biggest thing is. I think I think the majority of the population wants to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely want to understand because I could be in that position, you know, yeah. as a parent. And you know, I guess people are now saying like, when 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 who, your girl Demi Lovato is talking about non-binary, right? Yeah. So as a parent, you're telling me I necessarily shouldn't put blue on my son or put pink on my daughter. I should allow them to pick the color of clothes that they want to wear at two or three years old or right. allow my allow my toddler to wear, you know, girl shoes versus quote unquote boy shoes, because I guess that's 
what they're saying we put on these children to make them feel like these are boy shoes or these are girl shoes. But now we're really, and see, this is where I might get chastised, but now we're really overcomplicating things. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the, at the end of the day, these are shoes. You know what I'm saying? And, and let your child put on what they want to put on so they can feel confident and go out and have a good life. But at the same time, society's not ready for that. So you got to call a spade a spade because when you let your child who's a boy, quote unquote, now we got to do that for, for basic terms, put on girl clothes and go to school in kindergarten wearing all pink, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That child's not going to get received like the average kindergartner, you know, and, and he might not get abused, but he might get a lot of kids coming up to him asking him questions because they, they're raised in a traditional household. And mm-hmm. little boys don't wear, you know, all pink or don't wear, you know, girl shoes or don't have, you know, girl toys or play with, you know, Barbie dolls. So I just I just think that, you know, to care for those kids is to ask those questions because they're going to run into tough situations. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Man, that's I mean, you, yeah, we're going to dig because then at the same time, right? You want um, you, you're trying to foster, you know, you and allow your child to grow into whoever they are, right? At the same time, you're trying to protect your child from the things of the world, and you don't know, um, you, you kind of you don't know what they may decide. Like I said, you sometimes you see some things, sometimes you don't see some things. Now we're getting into how to raise it, how to raise a child in this new age, and and being cognizant of the possibilities of they may be, um, um, they may consider, uh, they may be born a transgender. So that in itself is super hard. I can't even, I can't even begin to describe. Let me ask you a question. So let me ask you a question. If you don't mind, I don't mean to put you on the spot. What age do you believe is too young for your child to start identifying to the opposite sex, not sexually, but as far as them believing that they're not born what they were born. What age is too young? Yeah, what age do you think would be too young for you to think that they can rationalize that type of opinion about themselves? Ask that. Chad, if you got an answer to that. I don't, you know. Can somebody come on and help me understand? I, I want to <laughs> be educated and I want to learn versus just, you know, speaking to public uh, space and not have you know, a good conversation because I don't want to say anything wrong because I'm I'm ignorant to the conversation. Well, really it's not a, it's not a situation. It's not a situation as to, as to you know when the when the child knows because the child doesn't know. The child just has feelings, right? The child just has feelings, one way they are the other, and the only way that they work through uh, their feelings is through the guidance of of their parents uh, on which way they go, uh, on which way they decide, and. There's no, there's no right or wrong. There's no um, particular age or there's no particular time or moment. It's just, um, it's just, uh, it's just, a, it's, it's hard. Like you know, Mark Simpson, it's like what hand you choose to use. Nobody can tell you what feels right. If you try to use the wrong hand, it will not be natural and fluid. I think they are saying who they want to be. It should feel as natural as using the right hand to do it. Hmm. I'm, <laughs> that's freaking that's freaking perfect that's freaking perfect answer you know yeah. when you get into the children part but let's get let's let's push back into into the adult into the adult side of it because 
like you said, man, um, it's I think a child is a child. Can't make a permanent decisions as a kid. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So when you come, when you come and you ask to have that conversation from what? How old was Dwayne Wade's child when they had that conversation? I I think he was in mid teens. In his, I don't think he was that old at all. He's not even in his mid teens now. He's like twelve or thirteen, ain't he? Ah, barely. He might have been eight or nine. Who knows? Okay, so I think he was that. I don't believe he was older than ten years old. I don't, I don't so, know. so, you know, my, you know, I, I've been told that as a parent, they probably already knew that, yeah, because they were present and they were around their child, and they interacted with their child. But mm-hmm. like Arizona Ron said, I guess he's making a permanent decision. But on the flip side, people might say it's not a decision. Mm. You know, on the flip side, Arizona, and I'm looking at it from a very you know, subjective perspective here is mm-hmm. like it's not a decision. It's it's how he was born. It's his it's his life. It's his path. So it's not really him making a permanent decision. You see how you see how the fine line is so thin, right? Right. You know, right. because it's not like he's deciding at ten. Yeah. Hey, you know, I want to be a girl. Mm-hmm. He's saying I'm not a boy. And and, yeah. and and you know, are is he too young, Arizona, at that point? That's in any subject, can't make permanent decisions as a okay. kid. Very, very true, very true. And look, I'm I got somebody in the back. It said, Come on, and while we're talking about this conversation, uh, and it sparked same thing with that Demi Lovato conversation. Bring him aboard, Mark. Mark Nebo, welcome to the group, my guy. Welcome. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look good. Can you hear me? You feel good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, feel welcome, good. Welcome, Mark. Good, What's up, man? Good. Now, Mark, I know you, okay? And you you raise your kids to be as free as birds, okay? I I know that you're you're a good dude. I know you from your heart. And when we were having this discussion about Jim Levado and the whole non-binary situation, we did start going to, to the realm of children and kids. Um, but help me understand, um, help me understand this the non-binary thing, the non-binary issue that we're, 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 we're trying to dig into. Cause like I said, it doesn't make sense to me, bro. Let so me, go ahead. I, I think, I think the, the best way to think about it is, and it's great that you guys started to talk about raising kids because uh, a lot of times when people uh, come out and identify as non-binary, that is often the, the infancy of like their their first step out to trying to be I'm not what society says is one of these two things binary that I should be uh, and I may not be sure exactly where I'm at in that spectrum um, but this is where I feel comfortable now and a lot of it is uh, it's a journey that you know, they're just trying to figure things out. So in a, in a way, it's it's similar to, you know, when a young person is going through their thought processes on who they are. Uh, it's similar in that way. It's it's different because when they do when an adult or uh, when, you know, a younger child or an adult decides to make that step and come out and say, you know, I uh, I don't fit into these brackets. Uh, it's usually after quite a long battle with those brackets and so, why they struggle with it. 
Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. So what you're saying, basically, Mark, is non-binary is like the stepping stone to trying to figure out what you are. It's like saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not who I am. I'm not what society wants me to be, but I don't know if I want to be L B G T Q I A. Well, you, you guys, uh, you, you, you said a couple things I was watching before that I think it's really important to address. And, um, like when you talk about LGBTQ, you know, everything, it's like, the gender and sexuality are a hundred percent separate, right? And go ahead, if, go ahead. If you think about it from the perspective of that, then then yes, right? Uh, okay. A person that is coming out and saying the non-binary, they may stay there their whole life, and they may never feel that they are fitted fitted well into any category because gender is a spectrum. Uh, but yeah, they could they could continue to try to figure it out. It's not that it's not that different in that way than uh, a person's faith. You know, if a person decides that they're in they're in a one you know raised in one faith and then they they transition to another faith or they start feeling different feelings about that, it's like they may not understand where they are, but they usually start by saying, "I'm not here. That's all I know." And then they go forward from there. Hey, Mark. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining the show. I want to say that first and foremost. I mean, I'm definitely learning a lot just from uh, hearing you talk on this subject because I want to learn. Like I said, I need some uh, education on it. But let me ask you a question. I've heard different reports and different stories about how there's being an agenda pushed on to the public and society about this non-binary movement. Do you believe in such things as an agenda and things like that being pushed on to other kids and other families? Uh, I do. I do think there's an agenda and I think it's an important one because uh, when you go back to the middle part of the 1900s, as you guys remarked earlier, uh, that was a that was a calling card for the opposition against the civil rights movement, too, was that there was an agenda that was being pushed uh for the advancement of uh people of color and it's not it, it, a lot of times it's called an agenda because that is a good way to say this is what i feel is normal and this other thing that i don't understand that i fear that i'm concerned about is being pushed into my field of view and i don't like it um so i do think I do think there's an agenda when you, if you look at it like that, do I think that there's a plan to corrupt people and recruit people or something like some of the uh, people on the right would say? Um, no, I think that's just fear mongering. Really. Yeah, nobody's nobody's talking okay. about people. nobody's Thank talking you. about the people on the on the on the on the phrase on on the phrase of society. We all know who those people are, and those are those are the crazies. But it but the. I think you said something that was hugely important because there's within the community, there's a difference. There's a difference between gender and there's a difference between sex, uh, sexual orientation. Um, And and that separates and that that causes two different conversations to be had at the same time. Right. So when we're talking about children, we're talking about two different spectrums that the child could be could be on. 
we're talking about they could they could either feel um sexual their sexual orientation on what they and and what they prefer can either be changed uh or, or feel a certain way or their gender it as they grow um they feel like they they need to change their gender so what am about I, am, I saying that right? am i saying that right so yeah that that is it's just like anybody uh your kids are just they're just tiny adults that are learning at a breakneck speed that we all wish we could learn at right so when kids are doing things for the first time which is i mean how awesome would it be that if literally every day we ran into new things right and we're trying to figure it out that would be amazing but as we get older we see less and less new stuff because we've seen a lot right but when you're a kid, you don't, everything's new, right? So if you see something that you like and you just start doing it, for example, I have two kids. Uh, so far, it seems like as far as all of my understanding, I have three kids, but I'm talking about my two younger ones. Mm-hmm. My two younger ones, it seems like from everything of my understanding, they seem to be, uh, you know, boys. Uh, they seem to be very comfortable considering themselves boys. They don't seem to have any battles with that. But we don't know what they've run into. They may run into things later that make them think differently, but that's where we are now with them. Uh, but they do all kinds of things that some parents that uh, have a rigid misunderstanding of gender and sexuality might consider feminine, you know, Um they wear all kinds of colors. They play with all kinds of toys. Uh, when we go into McDonald's, for example, we order a Happy Meal. You know, they already are in the mindset of they want to know what the toy is. They don't want to be said, you know, is it a boy toy or a girl toy? They want McDonald's to tell them what's in there, and then they pick based off of what the toy is, right? So uh, it's like when you're experiencing things for the first time, you're always going to initially go off of what appeals to you. And I think when you get to the point of gender and what am I, it's like, it's hard because sometimes society tries to tell you what you are and then it doesn't, it doesn't match up with how you feel. And that can be a struggle. So, so Mark, what about, what about the aspect of, you know, nature and, and, and biology per se, you know, what about the fact that, you know, you just made a comment about society not being able to tell you what you are, but can nature or biology tell you what you are? It does. It does. And nature and biology and science has shown this, uh, time and time again, especially with the study of, uh, gender and genetics and things that more, most people are, not 100% male or female. Most of them are on a gender spectrum. Uh, now, does that play into our lives where we feel like we're on a gender spectrum? I think it does a lot more than we think. I think a lot of people struggle with things privately that they don't share, uh, and it, it can hurt. It can hurt them. And eventually, if that hurt becomes too strong, they could do something dangerous, or they could come out. But uh, yeah nature does does have a does play a factor in it i mean because you've got gender as far as your 
mental situation, like mm -hmm. who you are inside. Mm -hmm. But then we're born with physical, physical attributes, right? Physical attributes. And, and that's the, that's one of the parts that makes it so hard because I mean, you look at uh, Elliot page, right? Mm -hmm. um, that was six months ago, a year ago when Elliot page said that, uh, you know, they're going to be using male and uh, male pronouns and came out as trans masculine. It's like, what the fuck is trans masculine? That's like it's a trans man, right? I'm glad you brought that up. And let me what the fuck is that? Real quick, and then I'll circle back to that. So when when he came out and said, you know, I'm a trans man. My name's Elliot. I would like to be. I, I want people to use he/him pronouns. Uh, there was a lot of support for that because the closer you get to trans people, um, the more you realize that they battle internally and just being able to get over that hump is very emotional. Now, Ellie, Elliot was born a woman, correct? Right. What's up, Purcell? Big P, big P. So, so Elliot, okay. So like Elliot you said about right. uh, trans masculine and trans men, it's like they're kind of, it, it's so different when someone comes out as a trans woman like, Caitlyn Jenner versus someone that comes out as a trans man like Elliot Page because society still pins femininity as weaker and lesser in general. So right. if But they, even Caitlyn Jenner, not to cut you off, but even Caitlyn Jenner, in my opinion, contradicted the movement by stating he doesn't believe trans men should play in women's sports. Yeah, sure. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner is 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 that is I mean, that kind of weird? Caitlyn Jenner is a shitty person, uh, but like <laughs> her, she's shitty, and that's not has nothing to do with her being trans. She's just she's just an asshole, basically. Okay. <laughs> let me just let me just on 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 Hell's question on Hell's statement, right? And I'm gonna ask the chat too. Do you think it's fair? And Mark, you can answer this after ask. Do you think it's fair? For transgender people to uh, transgender to play in competitive sports outside of their born gender, is is that fair? Is that a fair thing to have to? That's a to good allow? question. That's a really is good that question. a fair thing to allow? It, it is, uh, and and the only reason I will the the best thing I can say to a person that may feel otherwise is that. There are so many, there are so many trans athletes that are just terrible anyway. They're just bad. They're never going to be able to be competitive anyway. <laughs> but at the top levels of sport, it's like the margins are so thin. I, you have to, you have to realize there most trans women would just get crushed by most female athletes. Well, wait a minute. I got three no's so far. Carlito, Darian, Purcell, they all said no because That's not, it's a hard subject because you don't you don't want you people don't want to imagine in their head, you know, uh a trans woman. Trans that, woman. Well, what yeah, happened what happens is just you, dunking you, on their daughter. What happens imagine, is you always you, imagine that. you always turn a corner mark and you always hit the wall of nature and science, in my opinion, because 
us as a human being, you know, species, we have these broadened thoughts and ideas and, and opinions, but sometimes, you know, a duck is a duck. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's what happens. And unfortunately, you contradict yourselves by saying, I want to be who I, you know, feel that I identify as, which is a woman. But because I was born with a penis, I can't play in sports with women. I think that's 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 discrimination, and that goes against their overall message, in my opinion. The 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 truth of the matter is, though, that the the numbers of times that a trans athlete has risen to the top of the sport and has come out, <laughs> it's come out, and it's been like, look at this trans athlete, you know, crushing these. Uh, girls in sports is super small it's not like the vast majority of athletes playing in women's sports are trans or anything like that if that was the case you would have the whole like the entire wnba would be trans women but that's not the case Mo it's like the majority of the time it doesn't make an impact so if it doesn't make an impact I think we're better leaning on the side of supporting our already beaten, abused, and marginalized trans daughters and allowing them to play a sport with the people that are most like them. That's what I think. It's okay. So what about this then? So we talk, we talk about people changing the cards that they were dealt physically and genetically and scientifically, right? So I'm five foot ten on a good day. And in my heart, I identify as a six foot six, you know, basketball player who can do so many things, but I'm really not physically gifted in that regard. So could I have surgery to be six foot six because I wasn't born that way? Or is my is my analogy ignorant and totally off base? No. Yeah, it, it is it is ignorant and off base. And it's, it's not okay. it's not and I, we people say that kind of stuff a lot. Some of them say it in a uh, conversationally provoking and non-destructive way, like you just did, and mm -hmm. so that's fine in this context. But a lot well, of well, thank you because I definitely just want to ask the question. Yeah, because but a lot of people will use that similar mindset with the you know what if I identify as a a turtle or something like kind that. Kind of rationalize and that that is. That is, yeah, that's trying to rationalize with the irrational. Right. That's a okay. classic fallacy okay. that's used as a weapon to to divide okay. and abuse people. Yeah. So, and that's in, 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 it's two, it's two totally different things trying to put them as one. And that's all, that's, that's what it is. When we say, when we say, Ron said, is that a sign of nature rejects the notion? Um, our gender is determined by God, nature, or man. You're getting into a spiritual conversation. And what you what you determine what that to be? He said, "Y'all, you have plastic surgery to change something you want to change about yourself." You're 100 percent correct, um, but there's a difference between what's possible and what's impossible. You're not going to be able to add two feet to your body unless you unless you kill a man to get two inches off of him, two feet off of him. That's something. That's those totally two different things. For a man to become a woman has an advantage. Men produce more muscle and can have a slight advantage. Yes. That is the that is the conversation and the controversy. In that's the biological portion behind it. That's the biological portion behind it. But that that's still we're talking about. Um, we're talking about who that person identifies as. And when we have that controversial conversation, saying 
Uh, you guys said it. Uh, you said it quick, without question. No, no, no. A man can't play in, with women right. in the sport because you feel like that's a that's a that's a uh, advantage to the man. Physically, physically, that's an advantage to the man. Um, and, it, and it's only going to take one guy. It's only going to take one transgender woman that but, rise to the top and do and be Jordan in the WNBA, and for them for the, for then everyone to be fully against it. Now, but how can you say in every other context that a man can be a woman, but then you tell him and deny him the ability to play in a female sport? Exactly. And that's so, the problem. So you the, so you really can't. You, you're really not is, allowed to. The problem is we cannot make rules for society based on extreme, extreme, extreme examples. We have to make rules in society and culture that are are aligned for like the one nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine, not the one out of a million people, right? Because that just that's not how society works, right? You know, it's the same way as it's the same way as there were laws, there were red lines, and there were laws against African Americans to do certain things, and that's just segregation against certain people because. Be, because they didn't believe it was right. It, well, that was the belief at that time. So, it's 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 a it's a tough thing to say. Okay, well, um, you, if you're going to do the if you're going to go the inclusive route, you have to be fully inclusive in all in in all things. And in when we started this discussion, we we didn't understand what non-binary. I didn't understand what non-binary means. Now I understand it's a stepping stone for people who don't want to uh, sectionalize themselves as as being A, B, or C. They're just saying, you know what? I don't know what I am, so call me this for now. I think it's I think it's safer instead of saying I don't know. And if I said that, I, I apologize. I don't I don't think that's the right way to look. No, at that's it. that's that's how I, that's how I understand. You didn't say that. That's how I, I took it. I like, think that I'm not I sure. think that it's more apt to. Look at it like a person that's saying they're non-binary. They're not necessarily just saying I don't know yet or, or I don't know now. They're saying I'm not this. I'm not one of these two butt baskets that I've been told I fit in. And I'm, I want to try to figure that out. Maybe I stay not being sure. Maybe I figure out where I'm going. I don't know. But... I can tell you for sure I'm not one of these two things. Hey, well, what about hey. this? What about this? You have also the ability to change your mind. You know, as human beings, we change our mind. And, Mark, I know you've been in my industry. You've been a experienced uh, sales person as well. We're professional mind changers. So when you have kids coming to you, when you have kids coming to you saying certain things and certain beliefs, do you look at them and say, hey, I love you. You know, I know you're going to do how you feel. But, you know, could they change their mind in two years? I'm just asking the question. Hey, I hope I don't get chastised for it. Now, here's the thing. The follow-up, though, is and then when you have these, these strong feelings that could possibly be changed, how can you set rules and guidelines when all of a sudden, hey, I'm not feeling this way anymore? And before you answer that, Carlito, I know you have strong opinions. Text me at that number. Text me at that number, 301-857-1757. I will send you a link because I want to I want to ask you a question on where does it stop? 301-857-1757 or anybody else 
who wants to join the conversation, we'll bring you Please. on and ask questions. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. So uh, when you talk about people changing their minds, mm -hmm. uh, Stupid especially as a kid, right? Um, that's the job of a parent is to nurture a kid to be as healthy and confident and uh, comfortable in their own body as possible and to make smart decisions and, and all that. But when it comes to identity, I think that like if my boys end up and they say, oh, you know, I'm not sure, you know, maybe I feel like I might be a girl or I, I'm not because they're not going to know the words. They're not going to know what to say. But if they start talking like that, the only thing I can do as a loving parent, in my opinion, is to say, you know, help them, encourage them to talk about it more, you know, help them talk through it, you know, talk just to, just to them about like, uh, they should be who they feel. And that's the beginning of a journey too, just like everything else. I mean, how many people do we know, uh, wanted to be one thing and then wanted to be something else and want to be something else like career wise. And when you're first starting trying to figure out things and you're going through puberty and all that, everything's super confusing anyway. So I think it's important just to allow them to be, to listen to their bodies and listen to themselves and try to feel their way through it. it when it, what's destructive is when we try to say, know this and then, their inner feelings are fighting against what like the people that they're supposed to be looking to for guidance tell them is wrong or tell them is not the right way. And that's when things get bad and, and yeah. kids well, Mark, get broke well, down. Well, Mark, I want to, I want to say, you know, you're breaking down some really good stuff. And like Shanae, you were saying, yep. and Kay, I know you were about to touch on and have a conversation with your kids. We shouldn't force our beliefs on anyone. So coming off of that real quick, Forcing beliefs on your kids. So if your child comes to you and he says what you just said, Mark, I am not a boy, but but biologically, he's a boy. Uh, is is the far right wrong by saying that that doesn't make sense? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Let me let me pull. Hold on. Let me pull Carlito in the, in the back conversation. Carlito. Welcome, yo, yo. welcome. What's up? Hey, look, I didn't know it would be live, man, that I would go. <laughs> with this video. Oh, yeah, it's live. But it's know, live, man. We see your whole skill and everything, uh, right? We see your whole, the forehead yeah, and everything. Hey, look, you know, I ain't washed my face. I'm eating a tuna fish. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I got a lot going on over here. <laughs> go ahead, man. Hey, look, so um, not to get too super deep into it, because it seems like it's a light conversation. So the thing is, when it comes to um, that subject is, um, is where does it end? Because see the same argument that, um, the LGBTQ is making is the same argument that someone that's very intelligent, smart can make that's a pedophile and you want to push that agenda. Or I forget what it's called when you, um, when you want to marry animals or have sex with animals, you know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, I go into this because it, because it talks about this in the in the Bible, and it talks about at a certain time that's this is like the if you want to say like gateway, like how they say like weed is the gateway for other drugs, and and then you know it, it just keeps coming in. But see, at a certain point, 
someone is going to come along and push these same things across. You know, they, they're going to. I can't, like the same argument that's being made, I, I can't see, I, I, I stay up thinking about it like, well, oh yeah, well, if somebody likes a child or someone that, or, or what we may deem as a child, they may argue, well, this person really isn't a child. We may say a 10 year old is too young, but they may argue, well, they can think, they can speak, they can say yes and no. What? So that's, that's pretty much where I wanted to, you know, to go. So if I, if I can jump in there, uh, so the, the argument of, and this is another, you know, a weaponized fallacy that, that the right uses to try to, uh, you know, beat back the people trying to be who they are. It, you know, it's called the slippery slope fallacy. It's, it's the idea that a very small step will lead to unintended consequences. Mm -hmm. and, and again, it's great that, you know, mostly the, the, the audience and the, the people in the chat and here are people of color because it's good because you can, you can look at the civil rights movement to see the same exact arguments used against black people in the fifties. You know, where does it end where they want to go to school with us? They want to sit at the lunch counter. Right. And it's like, it really, really is a, a mirror of that because but there's a small difference though, because you weren't and not to take it left, but you don't, you're not born choosing to be black, you know? And, right. and at the end of the born day, to choosing to what their gender is, they're not born. They're not born in a one or two basket. You know, they're not born with everybody's born with these internal uh, internal workings. Right. And the only difference between gender and uh, on the gender spectrum and sexuality with race is race is apparent right away. Right. But you're still born with all these things. You just don't realize them until later. But they're in there all the time. So it is a fair comparison. Yeah, I mean, that's so. So that's when. Yeah, I know you lost connection. You raggedy. Uh, uh, I don't know which, what kind of phone you got. <laughs> Jitterbug or something. Get your life together, bro. And no, of course you're not choosing to be a boy when you're born, Chris Live Die Stream, and that's my point. But yeah. you're you're making a decision that that's not what you identify as post, you know, becoming born. You're only making that decision based on your lived experience from what you were when you were born. That stuff's all in there in your in your genetics. As soon as you as soon as you hit the ground running, all that stuff's in you. But the difference is I like I didn't know I was going to be bald until I was 30. Right. I didn't. It's like you don't a lot of times you don't know uh, that you're going to be gay or that you're going to be bi or that you're going to be trans or that you're going to be non-binary. Uh, and part of the reason why sometimes that takes so long to come to terms with is because society beats you over the head with these things are bad. You shouldn't think about these things. You shouldn't have these kind of thoughts. You shouldn't have these emotions. But they're in there from the beginning. Okay. Now, I really, like I said, man, good, good facts from uh, from Mark Nebo tonight coming through on the deep conversation. K. Yeah. Dizzle, this is a deep one, man. Like I said, this is something that that we talked about coming from a level of respect. Yeah. Uh, we're asking questions so we can be educated about this topic. So. 
Carlito, welcome, man. How you doing? Hey, pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for coming through, man. Yeah, he can't, he can't man. You, you got to, I and can't nobody hear you, bro. It's your broke, broke ass phone. I'm gonna kick you out. He's done again. again. Cause your your shit is terrible. I'm gonna sing your ass the link again so you can bring in and I see you in the back and get up out of there and come back. But no, this is this is a this is a genuine, genuine conversation. I think um when we there's so many different levels and avenues to it because you, you bring God into it, you bring a whole different dynamic in conversation, you bring religion into it. And and we, you know, we've we've gone across the entire spectrum of how do you raise kids? Um how do you how do you properly raise kids and allow them to be free and allow them to be who they are? Uh, we've also talked about trying to figure out what non-binary is uh, and how it is defined and whether or not whether or not it it clashes with the entire movement and what it is. It's a it is a true rabbit hole, Ron. Yeah, true yeah. rabbit hole. And the third part of it is um, that we talked about was you know inclusion as far as sports is concerned. Um, people choose to believe science when it's convenient for them. That's a fact, not fiction. Um, and and another part that we talked about was, was yeah, another part of it was, um, you know, trying to figure out, you know, the time it takes and when you're figuring out the difference between gender and between sex because it's it's huge. Well, what and about the societal part about it, guys, too, here what, in, in the chat? I'm going to ask this question. When you have a lot of people not being educated in this topic, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you are interacting with other people who are more educated in this arena, like a lot of people don't really know how to move Mark and how to address, you know, people who are trans and, yeah. and, and they don't even mean it to be disrespectful. And, and that's the thing. Like, I, I truly believe in my heart, people should love and live how they want. And I don't want to say yes, sir, or no man, because traditionally that's how you're taught to show respect. And I might get it wrong, or you know, I'm just I'm just ma'am out there. So ma'am, to you, give you some advice, ma'am, only because uh, I have been in this community and 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 helping and and leaning on this for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is what I would suggest: if you if you start to just try to not use. Uh, pronouns at all on the first interaction with a person that's going to help a lot right so uh instead of saying sir or ma'am and taking a shot at what you think someone is just uh -huh. say excuse me right if you're referring to someone in a work environment and you you either know they're trans or you don't know the situation uh you can just use their name you know i try to not use pronouns at all with people if I can help it. I just try to use a person's name. That's the easiest way to to move forward with that. Um, so if they're if they're visibly a full dressed woman, but their name on their license says Reggie, should I just say Reggie? No, no, that's <laughs> you just ask them. You know, if you don't. It, know so is that offensive if I ask them what is your name? Like, should I call you a different name than what's on your license? Uh that is not because you're trying to do the right thing and most trans people in a situation like that would appreciate your effort okay carlito get your camera right i swear to god i'm gonna punch you in your face next time i see you with your and like i said i appreciate you answering yeah. some of these questions because i know yeah. a lot of the questions sound off the wall and some people scoff like oh i'm being i'm being funny and i'm really trying to ask honest questions because no. 
I think there's no harm in trying to understand. And I, and I've been taught thing as far as like like I said, the biggest thing as far as like trying to move around in the society we live in and not trying to be offensive and trying to do the best you can is just tr with everybody, even if you're talking to Kermit, try to move away from using pronouns at all if you can, because that will help you eventually, because I've done it. I've mostly eliminated pronouns and it's, it's super easy and doesn't even sound weird when you say it. Like if you just use a person's name and if you're trying to say, if you, if you get in a situation where you do need to use a pronoun, just use your best judgment. Uh, and if you do make a mistake and somebody gets upset, just be, you know, uh, good natured and say, I'm sorry about that. How can, how would you like me to refer to you? What can I do to, to help? And just try, it goes a long way with just trying to do the right thing. Really? Do, do you feel like society has to, and I'm going to use this, uh, I guess this, this phrase, walk on eggshells with this community because it seems like cancel culture is very prominent in today's media when it comes to people not saying the politically correct things about the community and a lot of people had to you know almost do damage control because of things that were said before their careers during their careers and should should society be given a pass when they make these mistakes or should the community be as I'd say, you know, should they just expect everybody just to get it right? I think that uh, you said two things that are a little bit contrasting. Like okay. if a person makes a mistake in real time and shows contrition for that and tries to do the right thing, that's not going to be something that's going to get you canceled. When you get canceled is when you can look at someone from the outside when they're saying something, whether it's a racial slur or a transphobic slur, or anything uh, anything that's derogatory towards anyone, you can tell if that's a thing that they're trying to do to be hurtful, or if that's a mistake and they want to do the right thing. Everybody, you can tell that from the outside. And then when you're talking about looking at a person's past, you know, people go back, you know, eight years and look at somebody's Twitter from eight years ago. Things were very different eight years ago. If I saw that oh, someone... Shit had said something eight years ago and it came to light and they, they apologize and they showed not just with their words, but with their actions that they are trying to do the right thing and trying to learn. I think that they should, they should be given another opportunity. I mean, America loves a comeback, but the, uh, you, if you're, if you make a mistake in real time and you, and you understand that and you try to learn from it, that's not something that is usually going to get you destroyed. Hopefully. Shit, cancel culture is cancel culture. If they don't like you, they're gonna find something. For, they're gonna find something to fucking. They're gonna find you. Trust me, that's why I I've always told people, look, I I like politics. I'll never run for for office because on my Twitter feed I've said fuck the police way too many times. So uh, they 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 will they will look for me. I never knew you of a of a fuck the police kind of guy. Oh, without a doubt. Even though I have police officers in my family, I've said that multiple big times. Time. I big time, all cops are bad, and I'm ready for that show, too. <laughs> so, oh, man. Nevo, thank you for stopping in, my guy. We appreciate you coming in. Thank you, sir. Helping us to understand. Or thank you, Mark. Out. I shouldn't say Thanks, you, Mark. <laughs> huh? No, you're making progress. <laughs> all right, bro. We'll sign you out, man. <laughs>
But look, man, look. There you have it. There you freaking have it. Deprogram, Ron. Deprogram yourself. Now it's something else Start you got to learn. Start deprogramming now. Start deprogramming now. Deprogramming now. Him, her. How many times has it has it happened where you said, sir, <laughs> sir or ma'am? <laughs> And it should be wrong. It's like double dutching, right? It's like you don't know when to jump in. You got, you know, you're like, sir, man. Excuse me. Did you see that? Did you see that person? But you know, again, it's like jokes. I don't want to be on here uh with being insensitive, man, because it's not it's not us being insensitive. It's it's us asking the questions because I need to seek to understand as opposed to just judge, because I really respect everybody's opinions and i want people to live their lives and live happily and love and love each other the way they want to want to love but you know (laughs) he do that shit on the phone every day he talks about it on the phone like sir excuse me i'm a (laughs) ma'am so i didn't know know, in your voice (laughs) it just comes down to um to you know i guess Listening to your kids, being there early, addressing everybody by home. <laughs> yeah, everything. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Listen to your kids, be there, understand them, be present, you know, because society is changing. Like it or not, you know, you got to face the reality here. Exactly. And then half the time, Pete, she's not even pregnant, right? Oh, God. There's so many mistakes we can make as, as humans. Uh, and we're just trying to make sure that we don't make as many. Uh, I, I think uh, this was a truly productive conversation just because uh, if you don't know, hopefully you've learned something um, coming out of it. And and it it is a it is a stirring conversation just because there's so many different parts to it that some things we can agree with, some things we may not agree with. Right. You know, some was like, OK, I agree with you living your lifestyle. But then some of us was like, whoa, wait a minute. A man can't play sports because you're still you you still have you're still looking at it in a certain way, right? The same the same way white people said, okay, you know what? They can come to our school. Then they said, whoa, can't live in our neighborhood. Time out. Can't live in our neighborhood. No good. No boy. There there tends to always be a caveat. It always became caveat. We're always looking for the line to say, okay, you can do this, but not this. And and that's 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 the gist of it. If you're going to include, you're going to be inclusive. You got to be all in on it, whatever there's it is, no, whatever it is. There's, no, there's no That's that's it. what I said. And you got to you got to be, you know, you got to be about it, and you have to be, you have, you don't have to be accepting of it as a person, but you just be respectful as respectful of it, uh, as a person. And so it's crazy. I just I just thought about that and went in all into what we do going well, on. You know, hopefully, hopefully everybody can keep an open mind and just know that society's not the same as it was. Back when we were growing up in the eighties and nineties, uh, in the seventies for UK, but um, fuck you. <laughs> but you know, you know, um, it's a, it's a great conversation. I appreciate the chat. Thank you, Mark Nebo, for coming through and sharing your uh, sharing your thoughts and opinions. And that's what we want. Hit us up on the socials, man. Let us know what uh, you guys want us to talk about, man. Episode seventeen. Seventeen in the was, book, was, man. Was a great episode, man. What yo, Mark, Mark, and Gray, all those who text me on the phone number, Sinead, Lovey, Ron. If I miss you, I still love you, Shaggy. What up, Percy, my Dukes, Miss Rona, my Dukes, Linda, Chris, we doing a whole shout out. The end, it's like a mixtape ending, 
<laughs> shout out to the outro no but seriously hey, but a lot of shows don't love the people like that and we know that you know that's what we're here for we're here to talk about great conversation the cookout podcast with sean slided through man hey cookout podcast reality podcast this doesn't happen this doesn't be successful nobody knows us unless you help us and you share it. You ain't you ain't got to share. You can tell somebody. I don't give a shit how you do it. We're here blah, every blah, Sunday blah, at nine blah, p.m. Blah, 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 blah. But blah, 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 um, blah. <laughs> yeah, I should pull the horn out. But look, man, every Sunday you can find us at facebook.com AU podcast. Find have streams everywhere, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Find me everywhere, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Take this number in your phone. We will bring you on, even with my man Carlito. With not him not knowing how to use his camera, he had I Xfinity Mobile, he's man. A pop, he's he a pop pop, okay. Xfinity he's pop, Mobile. Pop. <laughs> he's a pop pop. He don't know how to use his camera. Love you, show him how to use his camera next time. He can't be coming in here looking. Can't be looking at the ceiling and all that stuff. Talking about he ain't wash his face. What type of man? It's nine o'clock at night. Look, <laughs> we love y'all, man. Shout out to the underdogs and everybody who watched this half. What you got for me, baby? Hey, man. I know that's right, Carlito. Arizona, peace to you, man. Good topic, good conversation. I think it was, uh, you know, something that a lot of people fear, you know, diving deep on because people don't want to say the wrong things. And I think if you address the topic with love and an open mind and an open heart, you can make progress just like with anything. Stick with this episode 18 next week. Next week, episode 18. Love y'all. Peace. You know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know.